Well, the haters gonna hate, 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 and the fakers gonna fake, 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 baby. I'm just gonna make, 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 making luck, making luck. A Dominion podcast. Welcome to Making Luck, a Dominion podcast. My name is Adam. Jake's here, and uh, Wandering Winter's on the call. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's a direction. It's the opposite of down. Yeah. So we're going to be getting Wandering Winter's yeah. uh, very colorful and insightful commentary, as we've already seen so far in these first few seconds of the podcast. This is true. It's like you're getting one-third extra podcast. <laughs> I don't know the that directions price. are colors, Adam. It is the same price. Yes. Uh, so uh, a few things. It's, first it's, of all, it, it costs you 50% more. Oh, that is true. It's the same price, and it costs 50% more. You're both this right. true, yes. You're not so, wrong. <laughs> I, I never am. So, uh, last week, uh, we tried to do this. We tried to make this episode on Governor that you're about to listen to, and that didn't happen. And I want to say thank you to AT&T for having such terrible internet service that I can't have a f***ing audio call. And uh, wasting, you know, Jake and Wandering Winder's time. And, and now yours. Because you're hearing about it. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about Governor, um, which is going to be uh, the card that we're going to cover. And uh, which one did we cover last time? I know that last time we released the Leprechaun Minisode. Oh, yeah. Uh, we so... talked about Colony. Yeah. Colonio. And yeah. a little bit about Dominatio. Dominatio. Yeah. So um, I, I wanted to make, uh, I wanted to address, uh, we recorded this last time, didn't release it. Uh, we did have some feedback. Uh, based on the last episode, uh, a, we assume a gentleman uh, who goes by the handle AR Flutter uh, had a question about why do you, why is it helpful to bigger decks that draw themselves uh, to have colonies when you, you could just play money and go for provinces and the game is not necessarily any faster or slower because of the presence of colonies. The, uh, the game is necessarily slower, basically. I mean, not necessarily, yeah. but well, basically. And I mean, his comment also kind of implied, like, why can't you play big money in a way that also just, like, goes for colonies, too? Right? Yeah, why right. does that um, take so you, you why does Why is can. that weaker than just doing it with provinces? Right. You can do that, but it's weaker. So his suggestion was, instead of province, you get platinum. <clears throat> so you spend a few turns doing that, and then you can buy colonies. But the issue is... so. You have to look at why you would be playing a money deck to start with. And usually the reason why you'd play a money deck is either because you can't play anything else, in which case, yes, you're still going to play a money deck because yeah, sure. you have no choice. Or the advantage that you're looking for from money is that you're trying to be fast. You're not trying to be powerful in the long run. You're usually trying to be fast. Yeah, you're front-running. Yeah, front-running, exactly. And... The longer that the game takes, the harder it is for your fast advantage to overcome the alternative players, uh, or the player playing the alternative deck, uh, their advantage of they're eventually going to be building um, more. The other way of putting this is that the game is simply going to take more turns. So any given investment that somebody makes in their deck control or their deck's capabilities has more turns to uh, see itself and pay off. Uh, so these things that aren't money, they just give you more value because mm. the game is going to take longer. I love value. It's so delicious and valuable. Yeah. Hashtag value. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I want to say thank you for that feedback because I feel like that was a point that we didn't really specifically address 
well yeah. enough last time. Kind of and implied so, it and then glossed over it. Yeah, and now we're doing it. Actually, we've done it. We hashtag did it. It was hashtag so great. Did it. Yep. And uh, now we're ready to talk about the kingdom. Yeah. That we did from last time. Uh, Wandering Winter, do you want to read us some <clears throat> cards? Uh, sure. So the cards in the kingdom from last time were Lighthouse, Warehouse, Armory, Nomad Camp, City, Mint, Goons, Grand Market, Hunting Grounds, and Expand. And of course, we had Platinum and Colony. Once again, for our audio-only listeners, that's Lighthouse, Warehouse, Armory, Nomad Camp, City, Mint, Goons, Grand Market, Hunting Grounds, Expand, and of course, Platinum and Col- Platinum? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Platinum Platinum and Colonum. Colonum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's from the Prosperity expansion. Prosperity expansion. Yeah, so... Uh, earlier when uh, we were looking at this kingdom, I don't think we had any like disagreement in terms of what we were going to do. I think that we both agreed that you were going to be going for uh, winning the city split if you can. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. your main priority is just to not lose it. Uh, but right. we you know, obviously, if you can make your <laughs> opponent lose it, that's great. But and also, you're gonna try to get a mint to trash those coppers because you always. Pretty much always want to trash coppers in a colony game, and then you are wanting to play some goons and possibly get some grand markets, but maybe not. Uh, expanding things into other things is great, but uh, I, I've, I think that we all pretty much had a consensus on what you do in this kingdom, and it mostly yeah. played to that. So I think With there was a few uh, little differences. Yeah, there was, there was some, some significant differences. There was a little bit of discussion yeah. uh, on the Discord channel, and there was some talk about a couple of other things. Some people <clears> said that the presence of Colony was not relevant here, that it oh, didn't yeah. matter because, oh, the game's going to end on piles and goons is too many points. I said that right. um, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody ever got Colony in this game. Right. Yeah. Of course, that's different than it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. And, and I would say I, I wasn't wrong all the time. Like, there were games where that that didn't happen. There were games where I was right about that. There were also games where I was wrong about that. Sure. About nobody getting Colony. I think it all depends on the city split. If the cities are split five each, it's really hard to get a lot of goons in play. So the amount of points you're going to get from goons is capped, and Colony becomes a much more attractive option for points. Uh, If when the cities are gone, other piles are potentially low, and maybe you have some extra hunting grounds in your deck, then maybe the game is over by piles... Yeah. And you have the estates and maybe some other pile that's low, and colonies don't matter in that case. Yeah, there are three separate cards here that make it really easy to empty estates on their own, and they're all here. So yeah. City, Grand Market, uh, and Hunting Grounds. Yeah. They're the big three. They always they always light up in my brain. Hey, watch the estate pileouts. Oh, four things. Sorry, right. Goons is up there, too. Goons yeah, can goons. pile estates occasionally. Uh, those, yeah, it doesn't, it's not really easy, though. Yeah, those but, other three yeah. are a tier above. Yeah, me. this is true. There are there are a lot of different cards here that are suggesting the game ending on piles. And I think it pretty much always did. I think what um, we... Uh, no? Kind of. Sometimes. I mean, some of the times when I was playing... So I played this some with Adam. But some of the times I was playing with Adam, it, I guess, ended on piles. But colonies were super important yes. to... To the reason why he could end it on piles, like I was playing without platinum, not really going for colony. He was going for a lot of minted platinums and buying a bunch of colonies, 
and yeah. he maybe ended it on piles, but he could have just as easily emptied the colonies. The colonies and yeah. it was, I was never coming back either way. He basically won by having an insurmountable lead. This is um, true, definitely. Mint was really important for that, and then also Lighthouse. Um, like, sometimes he skipped goons altogether, which he wouldn't do if Lighthouse weren't around. Right. He yeah. didn't have the great draw or whatever. Yeah, I was um, really surprised by how not little the goons' points matter. They did matter, but the goons' primary role here was, was the discard attack. Really, the function of goons on this board was to force your opponent to get lighthouses, I'd say. <laughs> that seems like, well, the, like the reason that you get the goons here is to keep your opponent honest with lighthouse coverage. You make them get lighthouse, but also, like, the tie-breaking <laughs> points, the few points was, was still important. Yeah. And They're there fine. were some games where I got two or three goons, and that's still, like... You know, if you have a, a turn with three goons in play, that's as many points as a colony. But, sure. um, you know, what Adam was able to do because of the mint here is he was pretty easily able to get to to multi-colony turns in some in some of the games. So, Well, and if you do ignore the lighthouse uh, and just take the goons attack, it is still pretty easy to draw your deck, but you are not getting as much overdraw, which is important because you have gain-and-play tricks with both expand and mint. So um, those extra two cards you have to draw, they can really significantly hamper your payload for the turn. I love cards. So I was going to mention, last time there was a little challenge. This was a designed kingdom, and there was a theme to the kingdom. And uh, one person... forgot about this. Yeah, one person actually correctly guessed the theme of the kingdom. They got so close that, like, I mean... Sure. Gave it to You're him. giving it to him. Yeah, so every card in this set is a, quote, bigger version of a card from the recommended first game of Dominion. So there's nice. Lighthouse instead of Moat, Warehouse instead of Cellar, Armory instead of Workshop, etc. The only weird one is Mint replaced Mine because for the lols. And so Platinum and Colony uh, just being the bigger version of Province and Gold was a natural thing. I don't know if Lighthouse is that much of a bigger version of moat but whatever <laughs> well i use I'll, I'll use air quotes I, I you can't see them you can't see the webcam i'm using it if you're watching oh. if you're a video listener they're air quotes and so uh this <clears throat> this person got the the yeah. right answer and, and good for you as promised you are going to receive adam's mouse via mail no, this was the Chipotle promo code. Uh, yeah, whatever it is that we're giving you. Uh, you the, are going to mouse. get that in the mail. Right? The, the little squeaker. I can hear him squeak. Yeah, right. A live mouse that you will pick up at Chipotle. You're going to put some air holes in that, in the box it's in, right? Yeah. This went to a really weird um, place. Did you yeah, remember anyway. what you were going to say, Wandering Winder? There, so there are, there, are a couple things, there are a couple things I wanted to say that wasn't what I was going to say about Lighthouse. But okay. Nomad Camp was actually, like, a good opener here. Yeah. Um, and not because you wanted to hit five right anticipating. away. It was totally... It, well, sometimes you fun. do that. But then, like, sometimes I just want to get a warehouse and a lighthouse or something. Yeah. And that was... Or two lighthouses on turn two. Like, yeah, that was also pretty good. Turn. So I didn't right. actually love the Nomad Camp. I actually took silver over it. Um, I mean, I, lost I, I didn't a lot of games too. One. I, I didn't. Though. <laughs> I didn't like the. It's on video. <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, the, the other thing I was going to say is that um, there's a neat trick here that isn't really very relevant, but I thought it was really neat, especially because I never thought of it, even though it's been around since. If you think it's neat, prosperity. it's relevant. And that's 
I have a bunch of money in play, including some coppers. I can buy a mint and then buy a grand market, even though I've played coppers this turn, because they're not in play anymore, because oh. I crashed them <laughs> when I bought the mint. Yeah. That never happened to me, but that is pretty funny. Yeah, the opportunity <laughs> the opportunity came up in multiple games when I was playing Adam. Did you ever do it? And I don't think yeah. I ever took it. No, you, did, you did it once, but you said it wasn't really that great. In one of the games I played against a bot, it definitely it felt really good, and I did it. I mean, it felt great when I did it, yeah. but I don't think it was actually like... <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about maybe a, a card? Um... Well, only if we can share the talking about of the card, and maybe yeah. some ways getting a little bit more than others. But yeah, um, so every time one of participate says a thing, I'm going to say part of the thing that he just said. So, <laughs> Wandering Winter, say something. Something. So, and the whole episode is just going to be like that. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking the card about is governor. governor. Yeah. This um... episode. Uh, governor is a five cost action. It's a promotional card. Uh, meaning that it's not really part of any expansion, but you can get it by going to some delicious uh, tournaments and, you know, yeah. getting promo card that way. Uh, shameless plug by next tournaments in about a month. Check that out. Link in the description. Anyway, let's read the text. Hashtag sponsored? <laughs> I wish. So uh, let's read the text of this bad boy. Uh, it gives you plus one action, and then you choose one, and then you get the version in parentheses. So uh, the, the first option is each player gets plus one cards, but you get plus three. Or each player gains a silver, but you get a gold. Or each player may trash a card from their hand and gain a card costing exactly one more, but yours is two more. Yeah, and just to clarify, so... it's not both things are happening, you're just getting the better better version of what he just said. Yeah, we should, we should explain that in, in English. Um, so yeah. plus one action, it's non-terminal. That that part's easy. You always get that. Uh, and then you get to make one of three. You get to choose one of three options. Either you get to draw three cards, in which case, if you draw three cards, your opponent is going to draw one card. Yeah. Or unit gain a gold, and each opponent gains a silver. Um, or you get to quote unquote remodel, although it's not actual remodel because it has to be exactly two a card. So you trash a card from your hand and you gain a card that costs exactly two more. Yes. And if you do that one, then you, what your opponent does is they can they can trash a card from their hand and gain a card that costs exactly one more. Yeah, and Adam uh, told me something about this card I didn't actually know. Uh, this card was actually made to celebrate the board game Puerto Rico. Yeah, um, I which played is a lot of Puerto Rico back in the day. One of my favorite board games yeah. by a lot. But and if you know that, it's kind of cute because it's got the Puerto Rico uses the leader follower system, which is basically what Governor is doing. You do an action, um, and you do it really well, and then everyone else at the table gets to follow you. Um, but they do it a little bit less good because it's not their turn. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never played Puerto Rico. I've never been to Puerto Rico. I've never said Puerto Rico, but I have read the rule book. Oh, nice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so uh Governor is like Puerto Rico the Dominion card, which is neat. Hmm. So, um there's a lot of things you can do with Governor. There's a lot of words and a lot of options. Yeah. And uh Governor is yeah. really 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 powerful. Yes. And uh, we're going to yeah. talk about it. Uh, I think uh, the, the abstract, what do you do with just governor, is maybe worth talking about here. 
Definitely. The governor, like Adam mentioned, is a very, what I would call a centralizing card in that it's not just that it's powerful. It's powerful in a way that kind of warps the game around it, as in it is the card that is going to do most of the heavy lifting toward you winning the game. Uh, the, th- the governor games have these characteristics. They are very fast, and they usually end on provinces, and that's because governor is very good at emptying them. Um, now, understand that part of the reason that governor is fast as well isn't just because governor is so good at emptying provinces. It's because both players are making progress on each other's turns. So even if somebody wasn't playing a governor deck, uh, they're going to be faster because they're playing against a governor deck. So that's uh, worth noting that the governor is kind of burning the candle from both ends that way. Yeah, okay. we should probably explain what a quote-unquote governor deck is. Definitely. And usually usually I don't like um, when people talk about, you know, the X deck. Like, oh, well, I'm playing the butcher deck. And I'm like, there's a lot what of decks that mean? use butcher. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> but governor, governor is one of the few cases, maybe along with, like, minion, where I understand what you mean. When you say that, and I actually don't mind calling something, quote, the governor deck, which isn't to say that you can't use governor in other decks. We'll get to that later. But the basic game plan of the governor deck and why it's so good, as Jake alluded to, at emptying provinces, is that, so your basic game plan is, step one, get as many governors as possible. Step two, gain some golds, or other six costs maybe, but golds mostly. And step three, uh... Draw a bunch of cards and then remodel all these six costs, these golds, into provinces. Boom, bingo. That's the game plan. GG it's easy. A gross oversimplification because there's like a yes. lot more to all of these steps, but that is the bare bones skeleton of okay, this is the basic idea of how quote unquote the governor deck works. This is true, and definitely as well true that that is the miles-up, simple, Cliff Notes version of the Governor game, um, and also that that's way oversimplified. Governor is a high-execution card, and I think that we have all seen a lot of room for improvement in uh, the ways that we've seen our opponents play it. It's hard, man. Yeah. Or in the ways that we've seen ourselves play it. Cough, cough, me. Cough, cough. Who said that? Sure, yeah. I do that a lot. We're, we're each other's opponents, so we're certainly not um, above this. Yeah. So uh, there's a, there's three options on this card. And, yeah. And uh, I, I like to think of the three options uh, as kind of like the three seashells from Demolition Man, the movie. Uh, if you haven't seen that movie, don't bother. It's not good. Uh, if you have, maybe you just got the funny toilet joke that I just made. But uh, I think we, we're a little... We're, we're sort of served by uh, talking about what each of these options can do for you, uh, sort of independent of uh, the other options or maybe in the context of the game plan. So, like, let's talk about the remodeling thing. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the remodeling thing, um, you, know, you know, you can decrease the number of cards in your deck using the remodeling thing. That's a thing that can happen, but that's really hard to do. Yeah, and it probably doesn't right. happen for you if you are the one playing the governor. And especially in a way that's positive. Like, if yeah. there's no sevens on the board, you could remodel a governor into nothing. Woo, but that didn't woo. help you. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler so, alert, that doesn't help you. Don't, don't do that, please. There is an <laughs> ebb, do that. There's an ebb and flow to governor games that 
you see these different actions having uh, different values and, and different benefits for you as the game goes on. Remodeling the the remodel effect of the governor is something that is seems like it would be really good early, but it's actually often as good for your opponent when you play the remodel option early as it is for you. Oftentimes it's even better for your opponent because, uh, like we said, they actually are getting to thin cards. You are just turning cards into different cards when you do this. Right. So you need to be Usually. very cautious when you use the remodel option early. Because the same reason you don't open with a bishop. Yeah, it, it's just not really profiting you to buy a card to help both you and your opponent like that. And the main reason here is that copper costs zero and... Unless there's poor house around, there's no card that costs one. So right. they either can upgrade their estate into something useful that costs three, or upgrade something else in a useful way, which is maybe not as good as what you're doing to upgrade your cards. But uh, very often they can say, okay, well, I'm going to thin a copper out of my deck. Whereas if you're remodeling, it's a lot harder to thin. Like you could go estate into a cantrip or something and, sure. and then you've thinned that's, but, that's kind of an exception um, at that point you know you, th- you certainly consider it but your opponent still like definitely also has the chance to thin or almost definitely right so like um, this is this is the best case for governor as a thinner right I can remodel an estate into a four dollar cantrip and still my opponent's getting the better deal out of this because I had to buy my governor and play my governor and, yeah, right. like, that was something I had to do when I could have done something else. And they just sit there, and then, oh, I can magically trash a copper. Yes, please, yeah. let me trash my copper. Exactly. Right, like, tur- turning an estate into a cantrip is better than trashing a copper, but you have to realize that it costs them nothing, and it cost mm-hmm. you a whole governor play. And there's other options you could do with that governor that are very often going to be better. Yeah, yeah, and that means that we do get a lot of value out of this uh, trash remodel effect, but we don't look for that value from trashing or thinning. We don't we don't look at this as a deck control function. We look for value from the gaining from this. Like we look at the cards yeah. that we're gaining out of the remodel effect, and that's where we're getting value out of this. Yeah, that's that's kind of. I mean, with every one of these options, you want to look for where you're getting the better deal out of this, where the version in parentheses. It's going to be way better than you for, than it is for the opponent. And right. trash a card, there was no parentheses there. It was the amount of money. So if I'm going to be gaining something really cool, then that's when I'm getting the better deal. I don't want to be trying to thin my deck. I want to be trying to gain a card. So I, I think the, the two main cards you want to be gaining with the governor that are a better deal than what your opponent's getting, uh, card number one is governor. Yeah. And card number two is... Or box. sometimes... Yeah, sometimes the other, like, really great fives. Um, sure. A fiver, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's... You're going to have silvers in your deck, and we'll get to that when we talk about the, the gold silvers, game thing. Silver's actually a really good card, in case you didn't know. Yeah, partially because of its uh, ability to be remodeled with the governor effect, and partially because it's silver. Because it's silver, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a really good card. Silver's a good card. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, I think we're ready to move on from our little remodel seashell here into the next one. Yeah, sure. I will just say that later on in the game, this uh, remodel effect uh, definitely gets a lot safer to do. It, it can be a lot... Because your opponent well, just isn't getting as much value out of yeah, there's, something like thinning. There's there's two reasons for that, right? One, the stuff you're gaining is better, like we just yeah. talked about. But two, yeah. um, 
like you just said, they're getting less value out of thinning, but it's it's interesting to look at why. And the reason why is there's just fewer shuffles to have to draw the card that they're thinning anyway. Right. So the marginal value of thinning, well, I was only going to have to draw the thing once anyway. So, so, like, so don't, like, randomly trash all the coppers of your hand from your hand when, like, the game's over. Don't do that. You might want to spend those coppers... This is very true, definitely. Now, the the aspect of the thinning uh, not being as good as the gaining is playing out really at every phase of the game. Sure. Uh, but if yeah. I'm playing Governor at the end of the game to yeah. remodel a card, uh, I'm doing that to gain really good cards like yeah. Provinces at Almost the cost. Almost always Provinces at the end. Yeah, yeah. And, and that comes at the cost of a card in my deck, right? And that's the goal. Right. It's really hard for my opponent to get a Province from that unless he's got a 7 cost in hand. Yeah, uh, gold is much more common thing to have in my hand in a governor game. Now, when you're doing your end game posturing in a governor game, you do need to be looking at the different price points of this because when you are playing your governors to uh, do that remodeling to score points, if there are seven costs and four costs out there, always remember that your opponent can be gaining things like duchies and governors and possibly even provinces that way. So, uh, you definitely need to have a read on what might be in your opponent's deck. On the last, like, when you are, like, going for the end game, when you're, when you're actually ending the game, you need to try to be uh, safe about it. And if you can, try to do the remodeling effect uh, before you've drawn cards and not after, so that your opponent has fewer cards to choose from to trash themselves in game. Yeah, well, if you're going to be ending the game. So, yeah, this, this next seashell, the, uh, the gaining of the treasure... Yeah. Um, so I think in terms of uh, when you want to use this ability, you know, the remodel was something that was a lot better towards the end of the game. Gaining the treasures is something that's a lot better in the early part of the game. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to say it's pre- it's like equally good and safe throughout the whole game, unlike these other yeah, ones. Yeah, right? it's, it's, like it's kind of the most constant whenever. of the three, I think. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about why it's good. Yeah. Uh, you know how we were just talking about how silver is a good card? Oh, yeah, it's so well, gold good. Gold is a really good card. That's uh, so good. Um, yeah, gold is, is significantly better than silver. It just helps you buy stuff, one and thing. Two, yeah. it's eventually going to be something that you remodel in the province, so that's nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, so you do have to be a little bit concerned because, like, giving them silver also helps them, especially early on. So it's not like just the most amazing thing. Turn five, ram! I gave you a silver and I got a gold. Like, it's still I good. You with you a silver. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. I, the the way Adam mentioned earlier, you're looking for where you're getting the best deal out of this, and I think that usually you're getting the most benefit over what your opponent is getting with this one for the most part throughout the game, uh, both because the gold is a really good card when you don't have to buy it, and also uh, because it is kind of qualitatively different from the silver later on in that it's a different kind of remodel target. It can turn into provinces. Silvers don't have that option. Right. Silvers Um, can turn into duchies, but... I'm going to tell you, yeah. Duchy is not nearly as good as Province. Especially in a Governor game, because Governor, you have to do that on your turn with your Governor plays, and it's just not uh, yeah. very viable. Um, now, the uh, I-, I will say, like, this aspect, it is a better deal for you, but the Silvers are helping your opponent get more Governors. 
in multiple ways. It's improving their money density to help them get more governors, and it's also helping them have those turns where they get two governors by remodel silver into governor by governor. So you do need to be aware of that. I, I would say this this option, uh, the treasure gaining option in governor games is usually my default option. Um, but what I mean by that is not that, oh, it's the best option or it's, or, and I don't even mean it's the option you should take most often. What I mean is uh, if I'm playing a, a governor deck and Presumably, you're also playing a governor deck. Um, you know, it's a governor deck mirror. And um, barring, you know, a number of other things we're going to talk about later, like discard attacks or whatever, um, basically, I need a specific reason to want to do one of the other options. And if I don't have a specific reason or I'm going to gain the gold. Yeah, I'm going to agree and with that. That sounds like what I would say as well. That's not to say that it could be that, you know, a lot of the time you do have a specific reason. Like, I'm going to draw cards and so that I can then do the play that Jake was just talking about, remodel silver into governor and then buy another governor. Or I'm going to draw cards so that I can have my big turn where I remodel three golds into provinces and buy a province and basically end the game. Or I'm going to remodel because I just I want to gain a governor and buy a governor or I want to gain a province or something, right? So there's there's a lot of reasons why you might have a specific plan of I have this very specific thing I want to do this turn and so I'm going to t- take one of the other options. But without one of those specific reasons where this is my game plan for this turn and I'm just saying eh, it's a governor, it's a good card, I'm going to play it and I'm going to get some good effect. If I'm just trying to look for a generically good effect then that's usually uh, I'll be taking the, the gain treasure option. Yeah, sounds right to me. So uh, we're ready to move on to the next uh, seashell here of drawing cards. Yeah, Yeah, this one is kind of the elephant in the room, right? Because it's like you look at a card that says plus three cards, plus one action, and immediately your eyes kind of go wide. Yeah, it's like Smithy, only better. It's like a non-term, it's like an activated... It's a Menagerie No Dupos. Okay, yeah, it's a Menagerie No Dupos. It's like a Menagerie that worked. Yeah, Menagerie no Dupos. This is true. That's I'm just, what that's called. I'm just translating it for our audio-only listeners. Well, they heard oh, they the Menagerie know. Um, yeah. <laughs> they know. Menagerie okay. no Dupos. Yeah. Because you've listened to every single episode of Making Luck, a Dominion a podcast. A Dominion podcast. Right. Right. And you have your seatbelt on. Right. Anyway, so drawing cards. So this is a risk-reward thing, right? Like, this is, like, the biggest benefit for you and also potentially the biggest benefit for your opponent as well. Let, let's let's actually, yeah, and let's look at how it works out, because it looks like, if you just read the card, that it does three times as much for you as it does for your opponent. Oh, boy. That's not correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you're drawing three cards, but you played a card. And so, if you started with five cards in your hand, because it was the start of your turn, you went from five cards to seven cards in hand, right? Your opponent drew one card, um, so they went from five cards to six cards. So it's like you played two labs, they played one lab. Um, so you're basically getting twice the effect of your opponent, not three times. So, so like, that's, that's the first thing good. to good. That's still an advantage yeah, that you're getting over them, but it should be. It's a card you're playing that you bought. You are the governor. Right, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's still a good thing. But... Um, yeah, you're getting twice the effect, not not thrice the effect. Thrice, great word, underused. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. bring back thrice. Yeah. Um, 
So in, in terms of just what it does for you and ignoring what it gives your opponent, first of all, that's not something you should do. Definitely need to keep a track of what it does for your opponent. Yeah, but totally. usually, if it was just there was no downside associated, there was only the thing in parentheses and your opponents didn't get anything, um, then this would be the strongest option, probably, in, in most cases. Not all cases, but in most cases, this is going to be the strongest thing, because non-terminal draw three cards is really stinking good. Um, yeah. But the drawback, the drawback is also really big. So it's, it's definitely interesting to figure out, um, you know, how good is it for you versus your opponent. There's some things that come up here, and the biggest one is, is discard attacks, which, again, we're going to talk about a little more later. Discard attacks are really big because if I draw, draw, draw with my governors and then play a militia, um, or even an urchin, really, um, then they're going to have to discard down. And, okay, it still helps them to be able to draw more cards first because it's filtering. It's like the difference between a Margrave attack and a militia attack. But uh, it didn't help them that much because they still only get to keep the three best cards. And so... Three best out of six is better than three best out of five, but it's not that much better. So that's the first big thing. Um, but there's a few other things that, that can come up. Um, things like possession. There's some weird oh edge casey kinds of things. Oh. Possession is possession's a big deal. Possession gets really hairy. Um, but yeah. the big other thing that I want to track um, and that I want to talk about in terms of uh, mitigating the downside of having your opponent draw extra cards is... If you're going to end the game that turn, your opponent's not going to get another turn because they haven't bought... F they bought f um, they're not going to get another turn, and you're going to end the game. And it really didn't matter very much that you drew them a bunch of cards. Now there's some, you know, if you're ending the game by remodeling, then you drew them extra cards, and so maybe they can remodel a four into a duchy, so it matters a little <laughs> bit. It does matter a little bit, but not very much, right? right. Yeah, right. I mean, there are some situations where you are... Uh, going to draw liberally with your governors and darned be the consequences and you just describe two of them uh, which yeah. are the presence of these discard attacks that you have or uh, you're about to end the game uh, there's a third one which is that you are uh, your opponent is already drawing his deck and he's overdrawing it to the point that he doesn't uh, really get advantage by this draw now that situation alone doesn't mean that it's okay to draw with your governors willy-nilly that what would mean that is if your opponent was drawing that with not governors if your opponent is not necessarily using his governors for draw anyway uh then uh you're you're fine to draw with your governors basically any time that you play a governor for draw um there is the risk that it frees your opponent to play their governor for not draw which then means that you yeah. didn't draw that card. And you can get into this feedback loop where you're constantly playing for draw and your opponent's constantly not playing for draw because you're letting them draw cards and they're not letting you draw cards. So you need to be aware of that dynamic. Right. That's um, a big deal. That's how you can easily lose a governor game by, by getting addicted to drawing cards with governor, like especially in the middle of the game. So now you're just drawing both of the decks and they're doing all of the cool things. This is true. That, yeah. That's a that's a big that's a really great way to lose governor games. Just try not to do that. Remember how I said at the beginning that uh, the governor games are very fast, but that's not just because governor is really good at emptying provinces. That's because governor burns the candle from both ends. That gut pl decks playing against a governor deck 
are also sped up. So you need to be aware of that, and a big part of that is the draw. You know, we've talked about these and when they're good and when you're getting a better deal. And so I think that shines some light on a lot of synergies that Governor has, the other types of support that you can look for and really get the the most value out of in terms of enabling this, quote, Governor deck we've talked about. So uh, the first thing is... Um, there was the first phase of the game where we want to gain a lot of governors. So obviously things that can gain governors are really good. Um, I think sure. the, the top of the pile here is cards like Altar and Artisan and Border Village. Kind of university too, yeah. Uh, yeah, but those three that I mentioned, um, they cost six. And so they're also nice to have around for later governor yeah. food. So that's one Man. nice little synergy. We can talk about university. I don't think university is t- typically all that good in governor games, but okay. uh, that's a, a hot take, maybe. Ooh, hashtag um, basically, hot take. I guess I should, I guess I should explain why I think that is, and that's because university is often kind of slow. Yeah. Because um, you have to get a potion, and then you have to buy the university, and then you have to gain stuff, and that's kind of a slow process. And you know, as you are fond of saying, Jake, governor games are fast because you're yeah. burning the candle at, at both ends. Um, I feel like there's some kind of a Elton John um, candle in the wind, candle yeah. in the wind refer- reference I there. Don't yeah. get this reference, but I believe you. Yeah, I grew up <sighs> listening to Elton John, so like I'm I'm with you. Don't worry. Okay. Hashtag so, I'm with you. So so anyway, uh, that's one sort of class of synergies is gaining governors. But I think uh, the more enlightening part is uh, we talked about how governor really isn't good for thinning your deck. And I think right. that stands to show you that one of the strongest, well, probably the strongest synergy, the strongest type of support that Governor could be looking for is other ways to thin your deck. This yeah. will free you up to not have to draw so many cards with your Governors because there's less coppers and stupid crap to draw. But rather, uh, you're not having to use Governor to thin your deck so you can focus more on the gainy bits. You're not having to use Governor to draw draw your, your deck. deck because you've trashed all of the bad cards, but rather you yeah. can use this treasure gaining option, within, which thin decks really, really enjoy, because they love to be able to just trash all the bad cards, and then, oh, happily, all of a sudden, I have these golds in my deck that are super easy to draw. And, yeah. and so that, uh, that leads right into the other type of synergy that I think is best with Governor, is other forms of draw. Because right. now, if I don't have to spend my Governors to draw cards... I get to spend my governors to do the other cool things. Yeah, anything that helps you get your governors and your golds in your hand more often. And those are going to be having a bunch of governors, thinning cards, and drawing cards. Uh, And those are the big three. I can (laughs) see where this is going, right? I'm I'm sorry, wait. I can see where this is going, Billy Bob. Oh, God. You were talking about extra trashing and extra draw. Well, if there's a gold gainer on the board, boy, howdy, that synergizes with good to two. Uh, so Adam but said some stuff, and he... Uh, you you he weren't supposed to reveal that my real name is Billy Bob. I'm so upset. I'll edit that out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so Adam Adam uh, talked about uh, extra uh, go- another gold gainer being good with Governor, and uh, he said it in his uh, voice that... What in tarnation? Sarcastic. Um, so maybe he'll elaborate on that. <laughs> well, um, the thing is, Governor was kind of already pretty good at gaining golds. Yeah. And uh, it uh, that's because it doesn't take one of your actions to do. And a lot of the other gold gainers in the game are terminal. Yeah. I mean, there are exceptions, of course, but most of them require you to spend an action, which means if I want to gain a gold and then, you know, do more things, well, that's 
hard to do without a village, and now I'm getting a village, and that might be a lot of work when Governor's already really good at this. So right. gold gain, sure, it can be nice because maybe I don't want to play my Governors for gold gain, or maybe maybe I trashed all my coppers with a mint because I drew cards with Governor, and hey, now I have this mint. Sure, I will gain gold with the mint. Twist my right. arm, it's or fine. Maybe have a le- it's just not maybe have a leprechaun. as sexy as Chapel. Ooh, right. Like, mm, like our, our hey, mini-sode from last week. Hey, and you can gain a gold and a wish with it. Wishes are really good. They let you gain more glods or more <laughs> governors. And and so, like, maybe you do that, but it's not that much value over governor was already gaining you the gold anyway. So, yeah, so yeah like, this is good. But I guess the whole point I was trying to make with a lot of these synergies, the, the way that they come together is the fact that, like, Governor does a lot of different things. It's a versatile card, which makes it really good to get a lot of, right? And that's why it, yeah. part of why it's so powerful. But the point is, we wanted to get value out of our plays of Governor. We wanted to get more of an advantage out of our plays of Governor than our opponents. And so when we're looking for types of support... We're looking for the types of support that make up for the bad deals of Governor, so we don't have to do those so we can get the better deals out of Governor. Yeah. That's why trashing was the best, and that's why draw was the next best, and that's why gold gaining is less strong support for Governor. That's Uh, why it all comes together. Yeah, and I'm going to say, and this is uh, sort of a tangential point, a lot of when you're building a Governor deck and you're thinking about how to support it, a lot of it seems to revolve around how can I play my governors to draw cards as little as possible like that seems to be a big part of like what you're Mm. that's not saying that if you play your governors to draw you're failing you're just saying that when you're identifying this good support when you're identifying is your governor deck doing what it should be doing operating at peak efficiency banging on all cylinders Mm. you are really looking at like can i find ways to get the effect of having drawn with my governors without actually doing the other big thing, though, is the way that the governor games actually play out. Um, buying province is still good. Yeah, buying governor is still, like buying cards is still good. I love buying um, cards. And... The golds you're gaining that make your that makes your deck really good at buying the province. Yeah, and being yeah, able to province. have this non-terminal gold gainer means you can sort of quote unquote flood with gold, which means that you can keep the provinces in your deck, and your deck is still viable. So, like. If you commit to getting most of your provinces by remodeling golds like this, Shame your on opponent you. goes for this uh, sort of blended approach of uh, remodeling golds tactically when it suits him, and then for the most part just buying provinces, you are going to get outpaced by several turns. The other thing about how the games play out is there is a time where this shifts, right? Yeah. And that's when you get towards the end of the game. At some point, uh, one or the other of you is probably going to especially if you're both playing this way, um, one or the other of you is probably going to say, okay, well, at some point, this big turn is going to happen where I'm going to yeah. play four governors and I'm going to like you know draw with three governors and then I'm going to hopefully remodel two golds in a province and buy a third province, and then that's going to be the end of the game. And because there just isn't enough stuff left in the supply for you to be able to do, either because the game is over or because... You're super far behind, and you have no efficient way of scoring anymore because there aren't enough provinces left. Right. Um, you know, I had this big turn, and so basically I win without as big of a penalty uh, from having drawn you cards. And so you're kind of jockeying for position to know, um, you know, is it time for me to do this or is it not? And you have to know a little bit 
what does my deck look like? What does their deck look like? You know, how many governors have they played this shuffle? How many governors have I played this shuffle? How many governors do we each have left? How many golds are left in our deck, right? Because yeah. in order to do this, you're going to need to draw uh, multiple governors together with golds and probably also still be able to buy a province. And so that's kind of tricky to do, um, especially if you've been playing in this way where you're not drawing them cards all the time. Yeah, if um, you are going for it, quote-unquote, this turn that Wandering Winder describes, and uh, you assume that you're going to end the game, uh, because of the things that you've had to do, if you don't follow through on that and actually end the game, you could very have likely just punted and given your opponent the win. Uh, because right. you've drawn them a bunch of cards like that. And so the tricky thing is knowing when to time this, because if you go for it and you don't make it, <laughs> then they can probably go for it on the next turn and very likely make it. Finish what you Unless start. you've somehow really tracked their deck and know they've already played all of their governors this shuffle or something like that. And there's a um, lot you have to track uh, to the governor game. Like, to, to, to be able to make an educated decision like what he's describing, uh, there's a lot you have to keep in mind. Or sometimes I'll do it where I'm like, well, they just... They, and playing intelligently, they only have one gold in their deck. I know they can't have this huge turn. They'd have to overdraw their deck by a lot, and they, they don't, they're not in a position to do that. Um, earlier in the game, it's really important to track your own deck, and it's not quite as important to track your opponent's deck. Like It still helps, obviously. It always does. But um, to know, you know, for instance, because like way back we were talking about having a plan, and that plan might be a reason why you don't gain gold. So like one of those plans might be I am going to like Jake was talking about earlier, I'm going to remodel a silver into a governor, and then I'm going to still buy a governor. Um, if you're tracking your deck, you have a better chance of knowing, you have a better knowledge of knowing how likely that is and whether it's actually worth going for or not. Yeah. Um, so tracking your deck is important at all points, but especially towards the end, tracking both decks becomes quite important to know as you're jockeying for position, when do I go for the big turn and when do I not? I'm going to say usually my advice is going to be to green earlier and do a little play as if you're going to be doing that tug-of-war scoring, but then look for opportunities at the start of your turn. Say, like, okay, given what I know about my deck, could I end it? And if the answer is I, I, probably not, then you just, you know, play as normal. But, like, you play, you, you green a little bit to try to get to this point where you um, have green sufficiently, but then you're looking for these end-game opportunities as the as your turns go on. I, I just want to mention um, one last thing about this, because um, it came up in my mind when you said you want to green earlier. Um, that's specifically talking about buying green cards. Yeah. Um, much more specifically than, than like just remodeling too uh, early, because that's yes. something that else... That's something Thank you else for that making I, that distinction. I, I see. You have to have the gold to spend it in order to buy. Not, it. Makes your deck not a lot only, worse. <laughs> not only, uh, not only in this end of the game for getting green cards, but also sometimes earlier in the game. Similarly, um, not with green cards, and so it's not greening, but it's a similar phenomenon. If I remodel, let's say I have eight money in hand, and I remodel, uh, or let's say I have nine money in hand, right? I remodel gold in the province, now I have six, and I buy a gold. Like, okay. Woo! You, did you know it. what's better than that is to play Just governor to gain a gold and then buy the province. So the difference as it ends up is your opponent gets one more silver. Uh, you have uh, an extra gold in your deck, 
and your opponent hasn't been able to trash. So it's just much better. Something else I see early on in the game people will do is they'll remodel Silver into Governor and they'll feel so great about themselves, but it, it stops... <laughs> It stops them from being able to. It stops them from being able to buy a governor, and then they end up having to buy like a three or a four. And it's like, you could have just bought the governor, and then you wouldn't have given your opponent the remodel. You could have done something else with your governor. I'm just and gonna. Second, you're just in a better position, basically all around. So I'm gonna second. Be what careful you just about said, that. That that happens a lot, and it's really funny because it's terrible. <laughs> like you should have just bought. That's that's the thing with these governor games is this these cards that you want governors and provinces and what have you. Um, you can you can buy them. You have permission to buy them. The, the you game, should buy them. The game the game didn't just change around. Just because you can remodel into them doesn't just doesn't mean that that's your only option now. And then that all the that the option of uh, buying these cards has been shut off to you. In fact, it's a lot easier and less beneficial to your opponent. Uh, for you to be buying them uh, for reasons Wandering Winter just described. You should be doing that a lot, uh, especially the provinces, I'd say. Okay, so now we want to talk about some other things that can interact with Governor. Um, we're going to start with other sources of victory points besides provinces. Um, and the thing to note here is that uh, most of these don't matter that much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in particular, more in Governor games than in other games. And why is that? Well, it's because got to go fast. Governor games are super fast. Um, they can pile out provinces really easy, which means there isn't that much time for smaller VP cards to accumulate very much. Right. Um, so that's the big general overview point about other VP. And that's not to say that other VP isn't important at all, um, but it tends to be less important unless the game is somehow super, super close. Um, obviously, there is the possibility sometimes for bigger VP than province to overshadow the governor deck game plan, where you're getting a lot of provinces. But depending on what that is, that might also be too slow, even if it would eventually be worth more points. Yeah. Um, in particular, we can think about colonies in governor games, and that gets really interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, so... So this is the biggest one that uh, kind of deviates from from what I was just saying, in that in Governor Games, Colony is often a reason why you don't go for just the straight Governor game plan. And you might want to do something else that, if Colonies weren't around, might not be as great, because uh, you can remodel Platinum into Colony, um, but it's a lot harder to get Platinum in the first yeah, place. The Governors so are gaining it's, the it's a lot harder for you. To, to institute a similar game plan uh, with the governors that you going for colonies than you otherwise would. Um, however, having said that, it is sometimes possible to still just plow on for provinces. Provinces still end the game, and depending on what your opponent is doing and what you're doing and what the other the strengths of the other things are, sometimes you maybe buy a colony or two, but mostly go for provinces. Sometimes you just straight up go for provinces because you can end the game. But you really need to be keen on ending the game. Whereas in the other thing, like, let's say I got to where I have six provinces. I, I, you know, I drew a bunch of cards and gained three or four provinces on my turn, and now I have six and you can't catch up. You don't want to do that if there's colonies around because your opponent's going to be like, thank you very much, I'm going to gain three colonies this turn. <laughs> that's that's very true. I, I mean, like you said, unless you are actually ending the game, you're following through on that threat. Uh, the 
uh, the interaction between Governor and Colony uh, sets up that situation we see occasionally where the uh, colonies are more points, but they end up being fewer of your points at the end of the game just because you have this other card that's so efficient at emptying provinces. Provinces is just the easier pile to empty, and it's even more so in the presence of Governor, which seems to be, like, laser-focused on destroying provinces. So uh, the the colonies are certainly important to understand and to play around, but the bulk of your VP, a lot of the time, is still going to come from provinces. Uh, Now, obviously, if the game goes on, that's not going to be true, uh, because if you and your opponent are tiptoeing around each other to keep the game from ending out of your favor, uh, yeah, that, that dynamic may break down, but... One thing I do want to note is that in comparison to other colony games, uh, when Governor's around, it's a lot better to buy province um, than it it normally would be. Because you can empty the provinces like this. So in particular, if you hit exactly eight, like reasonably early in the game, most of the time in a colony game, you're you're just like super sad. But in a in a governor game with colonies, you're like, all right, well, I'll just buy province, and it's fine. Yeah. But usually, usually, if you know there's zero or one colonies gone, then it's pretty bad to buy province because you're hurting your deck so much, and your opponent's going to outscore you. But uh, in a governor game, like, eh, there's a pretty good chance that the provinces are going to empty, so hmm. it's still it's it's much more acceptable. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, apart from colony, we could talk about duchy. Um, Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, governor's governor's sadder to gain duchies <laughs> than it is to gain provinces. If your opponent has gone off with some big turn, um, sometimes you need to like remodel a bunch of silvers into duchies, or hopefully more uh, more profitably for you, you've had four costs in your hands that you've been able to remodel <laughs> into duchies. But um, yeah, that's well that's assuming more of your draws. I mean. If it if it gets it to your turn, that, then that's not going to be an option anymore. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, it's like you you can do that, but you're usually pretty sad too because it's really hard to gain a lot of duchies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in comparison to how easy it is to gain a lot of provinces, uh, it's not really easier to gain a lot of duchies, and they're worth a lot less points. Well, you need a lot more of them if you've lost the province split. It's not like so, harder to gain duchies. It's just that it's it's a it's as easy as it is to gain provinces and the provinces. Yeah, exactly. Are points. Yeah. Exactly. It's 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 usually it's easier to gain duchies, but uh, in most games, but with governors, yeah, governors out, so good at gaining like, provinces, it's just as easy to do that. Roughly equally easy, and you do have to worry about the. And this this comes up in both directions. You have to worry about uh, upgrading a four into a duchy. So if you're going for a big turn where you're going to end the game, uh, but you're just like barely going to squeak out a win, you have to think, can my opponent actually uh, upgrade their fours into duchies? I actually played a game yesterday where I did not think through that well enough, and I thought, oh, but my opponent could upgrade a four into a duchy. I better not go for it here. When in reality, uh, he played both of his fours the previous turn, so I knew he didn't have it in hand because he hadn't triggered a shuffle. So, like, I knew I should have known I was safe there. Yeah, there's a um, lot so you got to track in Governor Endgame. Like, you got to track, and I yeah. didn't track, and I lost, um, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
You get governor gives you a lot of different ways to lose. You got to be you got to admire governor's generosity. It really <laughs> sets out a buffet of possible failures for you. But um, but there's sometimes there's so many different ways you can screw up. Sometimes and this is something that you this kind of generally true of end games. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and say, well, I kind of need to go for it anyway, yeah. and if they've got their four in hand, I'm if, just going to lose. If what if what I'm afraid of happening is true, uh, I lose either way. So um, as you as I've heard you say in the past, um, I'm going to play to win now as opposed to like playing to like lose, lose later. later. Yeah, uh, Dutchy is always available and is like that. But um, there's a lot of other cards that behave mostly similar. Uh, Silk Road, Gardens, Fiatum, Island, Cemetery. We got Cemetery all the forecasts. Earlier. Yeah, but I yeah, think that you, you can kind of just go by the same thing. You go by uh, with the conventional wisdom when colonies are around. Um, you just ignore them, the... and it's fine. <laughs> um, well, it, it well, matters because the... like they, you can remodel silvers into them on yeah, the last sure. turn of the game. Yeah, so you can have them and remodel them like any other forecast into a duchy. Uh, but they're much more likely to have silver in hand in most governor games than they are to have a four cost in hand. Yeah. So you can usually be pretty sure that they're going to have the option to upgrade a silver into one of these if you're trying to end the game. Should've so that's just, that. it's not that much different, but it's something to keep aware of in that case. Um, tunnel farmland and fairgrounds, uh, is yeah, kind of uh... similar to Duchy. Like you can, they can upgrade an estate into a tunnel. I, I guess they're likely to have a governor that they can upgrade into a farmland or a fairgrounds. In a lot of governor games, in their hand, they're really not going to want to do that unless, like, the game is actually ending right then. But um, yeah, keep in mind, it's something it's usually, they can do. It's usually a plea of desperation if they do that. The, yeah. the last kind of alt-VP that I think is worth mentioning a lot, uh, or very much, is uh, VP chips, which come from yeah. a lot of places. Um, and what I have in the notes here about VP chips is, forget about it. <laughs> it depends, um, though, on a lot. <laughs> it, it, it definitely does depend on a lot. Because like, uh, the next you... thing I have is, unless it's goons. Goons is still good. Okay, goons, but um, like also what, bishop. There's, like, yeah, there's it's a governor. It's a well, gladiator or like, dominate or triumph. Yeah. yeah, you need a lot of them, right? You just need a big number of VP. Dominate, dominate. I think is the most interesting one, and here's yeah where it's most different to colony. Um, in fact, it's governor. I think is one of the cards that makes it most different to colony, right? Yeah, and it's because dominate still goes after the province pile, and like we've been talking yeah. about all episode long, governor really goes after the province file. Yeah. So usually in a governor game with Dominate, based on my expansive ex- experience of one game that I've played where both of these happened, when I wrote this outline, I will have you know, when I outlined this, I hadn't played any. But I took one for the team and played some Dominion this weekend. Whoa. And yeah, uh, got man. one of these games in. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, it's, it's kind of tricky because... Like, dominates a ton of points and you still want to be able to do it but you're running the provinces out and like the provinces are probably still going to run out so i think you don't go too far out of your way to get dominates but you still probably try to buy one or so maybe two the thing about that is that normally dominate is such a no-brainer to go for just because it is so many points more than province uh the thing about is that 
a lot of the time, if you have done that with governors, you have probably conceded a couple of provinces to your opponent in the process because you've had to draw, right? Like, that's the big thing with Dominate is you need to have an increased hand size. Unless your opponent has drawn for you. Right, yeah. So you've either given your opponent an easier Dominate or you have given your opponent a couple of provinces and emptied one yourself. So Dominate is a lot of points, but it's a risk to take them. Well, remember the comparison we made last episode, like two dominates is the same as five provinces. So a governor deck, it's not crazy for them to get six provinces before you can get two dominates. This is true. That's the calculation. The the difference is that when we said that uh, earlier in that episode, it was kind of being said like, this is what you're up against and this is why you don't do it. Whereas we come back to that with the governor game and we're like, okay, this is again what you're up against and it might actually happen. The last thing I want to talk about is deck control. Um, so we talked about thinning being great. Deck control is like one of the best things for um, Governor, but it also goes the other way. Junking attacks make it a lot harder for this quote-unquote Governor deck to work. So if there's Witch or Mountebank or Cultist or something on the board, you definitely want to do that uh, maybe not instead of Governor, but First. at least before Governor. Yeah, I was going to um, say the same thing. Is like, uh, that doesn't mean you don't get the Governors eventually. It just means that you have this other objective that needs to get out of the way before that. And in that situation, clear. in that situation, you can go for a Governor after, but you might not. You really have to look at the board more. Sure. Because unless there's really good thinning to overcome the junk that's in your deck, it's going to be harder to make the Governor deck game plan of like eventually being able to remodel golds uh, actually happen very well. Um, but playing playing it for gaining golds and just buying provinces is an option. Um, but if, if that's all you're doing, then there may be other options that, that are equally good or better. Um, so watch out for junking attacks. But um, even in those decks, it's like there's very few, if any, decks where I'm adding a governor. My, if I add a governor to my deck, I'm not happy. I'm usually happy. It's just a question of occasionally there's something I want even more. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, we have uh, we have a kingdom that we can talk about. It's got governor in it, and uh, we could read the cards in that kingdom. Yeah. How about that? I was going to have Parker do it. All right. Parker? Okay, so he, <laughs> he doesn't know how to speak yet. So oh. on, on his behalf, I will read the cards. Yeah. We have Overlord, Transmute, Settlers, Alchemist, Chariot Race, Masquerade, Mill, Priest, Governor, Mint, and then there's Tomb. Uh, yeah, good times. Uh, one more time for our audio-only <laughs> listeners. Overlord, Transmute, Settlers, Alchemist, Chariot Race, Masquerade, Mill, Priest, Governor, Mint, and there's Tomb. Oh, so man. the thing that jumps out to me here is that Transmute both combos with Tomb and <laughs> Mill. Yeah. There Seems we go. really good. So I think you got to win the Transmute split. Yeah, you got to be able... Wait, that, so that gains you a gold, which is great with Governor! And, no, okay, so... Um, here's, like, my really big question here, and I haven't even started thinking about what my game plan is, but I'm trying to figure out my open, because there's so many really, really good options for that. Part of me, what did um, you say? You open Overlord Masquerade, no question. 
But then I was like, oh, a priest. So I don't know. So I think I want to open with priest. And if I have uh, three, four, I probably open silver priest. And if I have four, three, I probably want to open maybe priest silver anyway. Maybe priest overlord. I kind of think you, yeah, I think priest overlord sounds the most appetizing of those. Uh, yeah, I definitely want an overlord on turn two. How many coppers I have on turn one will dictate the other card I get. Uh, Masquerade <clears throat> is probably fine if I have three. Priest is uh, probably great if I have four. If I have five, I'm probably getting a mint. That sounds amazing to do. Yeah, I was going to say, I was uh, uh, kind of joking about the mint opening at first, but then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, that's actually real decent. There's Priest. There's Gold Gain with Governor. There's Govy. Like, I'm, econ back up. I'm very happy to oh. open with Mint Overlord if I manage to get a 5. If I have a 2-5, I'm probably opening Settler's Mint and then getting an Overlord on turn and being kind of sad about it. I'm definitely sadder on a 2-5 than I think any of the other options. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do I um, get the mint still? I think you probably do. What's your other option? You get a, the what, other, a governor, maybe? The or, other option is Overlord oh, turn 1, which just seems like the worst thing ever. Or overlord There's turn. no yeah. Yeah, plus buy here, bad. right? Yeah, so everything's governor. The only way to get more than one province a turn is governor. Yeah, I mean there is way there are ways to do more than that with points. Like you could be um, doing stuff with tomb and chariot race to um, be gaining points, even if you don't have extra gains for cards. Yeah, but like governor well, still trashes cards too. This is true. On also, board. you can like but it you know, your opponent as well, so you're not you've gained like twelve treasures from you and your opponent, and then you draw your deck and you buy a mint and you score twelve points, and it's amazing. And if, and if you have a priest um, in play, you get twenty four dollars, and you don't have any more buys. That's why I was asking about the buys <laughs> because oh, that would <laughs> okay, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty uh, sweet. But, like, obviously you want other sources of thinning besides Governor, but I think then you're playing a well, Governor deck. You because here, yeah. yeah well, I'm I actually going to go out... That. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I I think I'm going to skip Overlord here um, at least on a 3-4. So, I was thinking about that, too. Not, not because, like, I really want the Overlord. Um, I am leaning toward getting it anyway. But there, are, you can you can justify skipping the Overlord I, just because there are so many. There are really I don't good think options you can. for three and four. I really don't think you can. I think I think unless you have a two five, anything other than Overlord on turn two is a huge mistake. And if you have a two five, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Mint into Overlord is okay. That's still I don't. That I doesn't mean, sit right with me. I'm not sure. what I, I mean, you could also you could also Overlord turn one on a two five, and that might be better. Uh, I. I thought about that and it felt really bad too. I don't know what I, I would mean, do in that. I'm gonna game. lean toward what better Adam's than saying. Settlers Overlord. Yeah, right. I'm gonna lean toward what Adam's saying and say you get the Overlord. I'm not as strongly committed to it as he is just because there are so many good options for three and four. It's okay, um, Parker. The, I'll, um, I'll make, I think I'll make sure they know that Overlord is great. I, but I'm with you that Overlord is great. I'm my I'm own, not with you. My only uh my only concern is that the there are other things that are great too and i um not having the debt is you know the opportunity is the opportunity that i'm taking over having the overlord ah man i am still leaning toward the overlord personally my biggest questions are about masquerade well kind of masquerade and priest um do i want both do i want neither do i want 
Well, I definitely well, don't not want neither. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless you... I get an Overlord, maybe. But um, and then I think that Alchemist is going to be too slow. Transmute oh, totally. was a joke, and Chariot Race is the big question for me because you're probably both going to have a lot of expensive cards. Um, there is a little bit of a weird interaction thing where if you play a Chariot Race and then you see there's a bad card on your top of your opponent's deck, it might be a little bit safer to draw with Governor. Yeah, but what but if then, like, Chariot Race is usually, doing for you? Usually scoring points. Tiebreaker points. I mean, They're if not, I'm going to gain but... a three cost and... I mean, I'm going to get the Chariot Race. You're going to... I mean... Okay, so I'm going to buy a Chariot Race. Mint... You, you, I legitimately think that you have to watch out for mint being tiebreaker points. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say like the there seem to be better tiebreaker points in, from uh, priest masquerade and tomb, and also just like I don't think the tiebreaker points are as good as just like playing to win the game faster. Well, yeah, getting five like, provinces seems great because I'm gonna it, trash cards on my way there. But I also agree uh, with what you're saying, which is that if you're buying a three uh, and you don't, if you hit four, you buy probably either mill or priest but like if you if you hit three um it's probably chariot race seems better to me than the silver so yeah i might end up with some chariot races in my deck i just want to say i think that um maybe at some point chariot race is better than silver i'm not sure but uh, i think that this is maybe one of those boards where when you're talking about thinking about a big turn you kind of do need to make sure that you actually end the game yeah because of Mint Tomb, because if you don't end the game, then your opponent has their big hand and they go, I'm going to draw with three or four governors, remodel a gold into a province, and then I have a huge number of treasures in my hand, I'm going to buy a Mint and score like 12 more points. That is um, true, so but that, like, makes your really, deck, that makes your deck a lot worse. I'm, I'm really, I don't like that at all, because like, if, I like it if you a, do that, then no, no, no. What, am I, what are you doing to my deck? You're drawing me a bunch of cards, giving me no, a bunch no, of no, silvers, no, 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 and no, I just no, get no, my no, no, no. You're, you're, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm saying, if you leave me with one province left, at the start of my turn, there's one province left, because you got a bunch of provinces but didn't end the game, then I'm going to draw a bunch of cards remodel into the last province and buy a big mint. Uh, okay. That, okay, that yes. seems like something that may happen. It's not something I'm going to play around. That, that's, I, I don't that, think no, that's I think that's, like, I think that's important. I think that's important if, if, and it's why you need to end the game on your big turn as opposed sure. to having a big turn where I now have like a 5-2 province lead. Um, you got to watch out for that more. I'm really skeptical of that. I am reserving judgment. Um, I hmm, I haven't thought about it enough. Um, I think if you're in a position hmm. where that's a significant number of points, you have to be so far behind on provinces that you like it couldn't possibly. I don't know. It's I. It, Maybe, I don't. It just well, seems really unlikely. To what me. he's saying is not that like you plan to like get this mint and like that was your idea. It was just that like if you end up in the situation where like yeah, a lot of the I time just, where you I play don't see it happening. a lot of the time where you play the governor game, you are either winning the game on your turn or you're effectively winning by like getting enough provinces that they can't catch up. So the exactly. mint does the mint does give you this escape hatch to catch up um, if if your opponent doesn't actually make good on their threat and end the game. And that's not that's not trivial. That may come up, not never. I don't see it coming up very often, personally, 
We'll see if it comes up in our I test just, games. But I, I really don't think it's going to come up. And I think it's because I think it the ju- number of treasures you have in your deck is going to be the same as your opponent. It's going to be 7 plus the number of governors played for gold gain by either side. And so, like, if I'm gaining provinces with these, the treasures are in the trash. Like, I got the I got the tomb points for it. How are you going to get so many more tomb points than me? Because you gain them on that turn, silvers. and then I couldn't trash them? Like, how many, how many more silvers, though? Like, I can mint those, too, and I probably did, because that's good to do anyway. Five or six? Yeah. Okay. So, all this is saying is, I think the significance of any of this is just that you fire later. Right, you fire with your governors not when you think you might have a chance to win the game. You fire when you have a plan to win the game. Yes, it's happening. I'm skeptical. There we go. Let's see how it plays out, and let us know what you think. If you're still with us after this epic podcast, leave epic. us a comment in the comments section, or you can head on over to AdamHorton.com. There's a million links. You can go to our Discord channel, forums, contact information for all of us. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know what you think, and uh, tell us how wrong we are. In particular, how wrong how wrong Adam Horton is. Yeah, we leave or a comment on this web zone. On the web zone, yeah. I think he might be asleep. Yeah, he looks asleep. Is he asleep? Yeah. Sweet. So Parker's asleep. Nice. You uh, got to watch it happen. Leave a leave a comment in the comment section. Tell us what you think of that. Yeah. So what you're saying is is it's now time to give a big whoop because the podcast is over. Uh, that seems to be the case. Uh, unless uh, you all had anything more to... Oh, next episode is going to be episode 55. Nice. And uh, there's going to be something special. we got to figure out what that is. We have some ideas. Yeah. Oh, If I'm... you have any ideas, let us know. I almost forgot to mention the most important thing about Governor... Geometry teacher in high school called them Yates. Called what Yates? Because notes. They're not notes. They're Yates. <laughs> was a great teacher, honestly. Welcome to Making Luck, a Dominion podcast. My name is Adam.